welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on powerful daily habits improve mental health. Well, yesterday we had spent some time talking about preparing for bed so that you can start your day out right. So really, uh, I had mentioned yesterday that the beginning of the day actually starts the night before and how we prepare for bed. And I gave some suggestions yesterday. I'll let you go back and listen to it so you can hear all the details about how to make your day start out a lot more pleasant, more organized, less rush, less stress by some of the preparedness that you can do the night before. But today, I want to focus on the, the bedtime routine in general. Now, I know I'm kind of getting ahead of the game here in terms of that morning part, but I do want to cover a few things that I think will help you with your sleep routine so that when you wake up, you wake up more alert and you empower yourself in ways that you can get up earlier if that's something that you want to start doing, which I, I know um, maybe you're thinking to yourself, now I don't ever want to get up earlier. That's just not something I'm interested in or I'm not a morning person, but I would ask you a question on that. What if, okay, and obviously I don't wish this on anybody, but what if, say, someone in your, your that was near and dear to you that lives with you got a horrible accident of some kind or had some sort of diagnosis where you were forced to get up early, like, I don't know, 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning and take care of them, that it was urgent, that it was life or death, that you either, you know, give them some kind of medication, maybe roll them over, you know, whatever it is, change bandages, something that meant that it would save their lives. Would you be able to do it? Well, I know your answer already without even hearing you. The answer is yes, absolutely. Of course, this person, someone you love, you're going to do it, right? So you would figure out how to start getting up earlier. And actually, you would train yourself deliberately to do it without uh, you know, any trouble at all. I mean, you, you might you might feel tired the first few days, but after you begin to rewire your brain and form new habits, eventually you wouldn't mind so much getting up early, especially because the why behind what you're doing is so huge that you can't stand the idea of not doing it. Well, you have to inflate the why in your own mind's eye about why you would do this for yourself. I mean, do you want to be less stressed in the morning? Do you want to have more time to exercise, maybe to read, to do the things that you know are going to help you and, and you know, condition your mind and your heart and your body for a better day? These are the kind of things that you'll have to start weighing out. We're going to talk more about it as we go along, but I don't want to go too far down the rabbit trail on this. So we, first of all, need to establish a regular consistent time for going to bed, which helps regulate your internal clock, your circadian rhythm. I think we talked about that a little bit yesterday. Determine how many hours of sleep your body needs. And if you're not sure, you know, there definitely you can do some search on the internet as what the average sleep is for somebody your age or uh, your condition or, or your climate or whatever. I'm not going to necessarily put hours on it for you, but I typically need around six for myself. Six and a half, six to six and a half for me. 
Uh, develop rituals. So uh, one of the things that I want to mention to you is that, you know, young children are huge on routine. They have to have a bedtime time routine. So they know that at certain times of the night, it's time for bed. Maybe they have to take a bath. Maybe they end up, you know, having some warm milk or maybe they, maybe you read them a story before you tuck them into bed. And because they're so used to the same routine again and again, then it's easier for them to go to sleep. Well, adults are really not much different, but the problem is the adults don't create a routine. So we're going to have to, to, to find a consistent routine and then make your bedroom a sanctuary for sleep. Well, I have a lot more to say about the sleep routine, but I'll save that for later on in the podcast series so we can get back to the morning time. So to wake up early enough and get yourself jarred awake, first of all, what I would suggest is that when you set your alarm, you try not to hit the snooze. If you have to, only hit it once. Make yourself kind of an agreement and count down. Five, four, three, two, one, and get up. Expose yourself to light, bright light, as soon as possible in the morning. This will create wakefulness. It'll actually change your physiology and get rid of grogginess, okay? So try turning on a lamp or a bedroom light or uh, maybe opening the drapes and having sunlight come in if you can, five to 10 minutes of waking in the morning. Again, this depends on where you live. It may be dark in the morning where you are, or if you're getting up extra early because you need to, you may not have sunlight to work with. Um, next, uh, decide to start your day out right. I always like to start mine with gratitude, so I'm speaking gratitude from the bathroom to the bedroom, or I'm sorry, from the bedroom to the bathroom. Uh, and, and that starts out immediately shifting the physiology in my body so that I feel a sense of, uh, or I should say a surge of serotonin because uh, gratitude actually produces serotonin. You can even have some gratitude on your mirror or maybe on some cards that are written in your cupboards. It's also important to hydrate in the morning. According to a study published in Nutrition Reviews, dehydration can negatively impact cognitive function. In fact, 75% of uh, North Americans are dehydrated, which is a horrible number. People drink too much uh, soda pop and, and you know other beverages that don't hydrate. And some, In fact, some of them are diuretics, so they can do just the opposite. So we need to make sure we're drinking water. Uh, as much as most of us wake up a little dehydrated from the night before, rehydrating first thing in the morning can help improve cognition. I make it a habit to squeeze uh, some lemon, about a third of a lemon, into a glass of water, like a half a glass of water, and I drink that first thing in the morning. But uh, chronic dehydration can cause a number of different issues. Drinking water first thing in the morning is a good way to hand yourself the energy to deal with, like the symptoms that come with many mental issues. In fact, dehydration has been linked to fatigue as well as symptoms of uh, moodiness, including irritability and confusion. It's really shocking. In fact, I can tell on the days when I don't drink enough water. Well, we've used up a lot of the time now. Today, we're going to have to come back tomorrow and finish this. I have a lot more to share about creating healthy habits to improve mental health. Thank you for joining us.